Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit for plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of We Watched a Movie, the podcast version. This is actually what you're about to hear uh, is a Friday the 13th movie review that we did a couple years ago. Yes, honey. You wondering who I'm talking to? I'm too loud for you. Come here and say hi. Come here. What you guys are about to watch or listen to is one of our Friday the 13th reviews. I'll hi. be putting them all up. Say hi. Hi. What's your name? Ellie James Holtz. Ellie James Holtz. <laughs> Can you say, I'm going to give it to you straight about Jason? That too. I don't know how to say that. Okay. Okay. Say, get some gosh darn wham up in you. I don't know how to say that either. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what you guys are about to watch is uh, that was my uh, four-year-old Ellie is uh, one of our movie reviews from a couple years ago when we did all the movie reviews for the Friday the 13th series. We dressed up in short shorts uh, and uh, like campers for a few of them and actually did them outside. So if you hear some bugs flying around. I wore a baby in mommy tummy. (laughs) Yes, you wore a baby in mommy's tummy. Uh, So I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm going to be putting all these up on the podcast from now until Friday the 13th because we have a Friday the 13th coming up in March. So, uh, Mark, it's the, it's on the thirteenth. In case anyone was wondering, but uh, we'll have yeah. yeah, we'll have that and a whole bunch of awesome Friday the Thirteenth content between now and then, and on that day as well. So uh, we love your effing faces, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this. Continues. We're doing all the Freddy's, all the Jason's. God damn! Oh, Michael's a sick. God damn! Gotta get deep, man. Oh, right. Um, crack. Woo! Hey, this is one of my favorite fucking, if not my favorite, Jasons. We're gonna save the rankings till we get done with all these videos. So we'll talk about that another time. But I fucking love Friday Thirteenth. You want so chapters, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's called the final chapter. We all know that's a fucking lie, and I'll sue you for libel. But no. <laughs> 
But it's not the final chapter. I mean, liar whore, liar whore! But it does have one of the more memorable characters in it, which is Tommy, played by Corey Feldman. And this, that, just having Feldman in this movie, especially in 84, brings the 80s retro feel to it all the way around. Uh -huh. The other three were in the 80s, but this one really felt like an 80s slasher movie. And that's one of the coolest things about this to me. And you had a lot more <clears throat> cooler characters in it. I mean, we got Crispin Glover in, as, as a guy in it, which is crazy to see him in that. I mean, McFly! You my home? Think, McFly, think. <laughs> Dead fuck! Uh, but anyhow, Tory Feldman and family live out in a nice cabin out of the wood. And that cabin's fucking dope as shit that he lives in. That's a nice cabin. His parents are separated. He lives there with his sister and his mom. And this group of kids rent a, like, a, a house next door to them. Because, again, I guess it's like one of those, like... I don't know, retreats, again, one of those retreats. It's not, it's not the camp, but it's on Crystal Lake. But, but that's just the main part of why the, the teenagers all get there. But let's talk about Jason real quick. So Jason, at the very beginning of the movie, we have a full-on SWAT team in the goddamn barn area, and it's nighttime. At the end of the third one, it was daytime, and then they must have come back like, oh, we forgot the body. <laughs> we forgot so, Jason. We forgot to get all the bodies. So they come back, it's all nights lit up, and then uh, we see Jason lying dead on the, on the uh, barn floor. And... You've got the scene where they're talking about him, and that was just pretty cool. They're like, oh, he like, got nine kids this time or whatever, and he's like, this fucker's dead, and now we can take him to work. And they put him on the back of the ambulance, and that one, the ambulance drivers were kind of dicks. They're like, everybody's dead because waste of a good, real emergency. <laughs> but, you know, they, I threw away half a burrito. They, they pack his ass up on the ambulance. One girl's skittish, the ambulance driver. She's like, which is weird. They even gave her some screen time because she really didn't have anything to do with the movie afterwards. Because I hadn't seen the movie in a while. I thought maybe Jason was going to do a Halloween 4 or 5. Thumb to the fucking... Yeah, and yeah. pop him out of the back of the ambulance and fuck some shit up. But no, he they get to the morgue and there's this weird guy that's working the morgue. I love this guy. And the guy's like, uh, like, all, like, he doesn't care. Like He's eating a sandwich. He puts it on Jason. And he's like, let me sign the papers. And he's like, uh, the one of the girls I brought in was pretty attractive. And he's like, well, he goes, she was attractive. He's like, well, she still is. All you gotta do is go back there. <laughs> go back there, take the pants off. He's like, just stop, Dave, or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, and then uh, so while that's you know he, he I guess dissects him and he's gonna put him in the morgue. And he's trying to hit on this nurse lady, which is she's pretty smoking. She's all right. And uh, she's like, I'm really not in the mood. I've got a fucking headache. He's like, what does that mean? Like, I don't care. Just meet me in the ice room. We'll fuck. Like, I'll make it better. And she's he's like, just watching that weird aerobic porn. I mean, that's all you got. That's all you got. <laughs> But she comes in to have sex with him, and at this point, Jason's body is still in there. So they're gonna have fuck while a body is like right next to him. I mean, God, I remember college, savage. Uh, but anyhow, uh, Jason does wake up eventually. I mean, that axe the head only takes so. I mean, he had a really bad headache, and he pops him leave. <laughs> the best part though is when his hand falls and it touches her butt cheek while they're about to be. That would be. I'd be so mad. Jason, he's like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's Christ Christmas, dude, fuck shit. Yeah, he's so mad. I would be mad too. He was like Ace Ventura, dude, but I loved it. It made me like that character even more because it's just weird that they left that in there because it was so over the top, but I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, she runs outside and then Jason does wake up and he, that that scene at the very beginning, the first death was brutal as shit. Like he takes a, like a medical saw and saws this motherfucker head off and, and twists it around. And Savini was like, I'm back, you motherfuckers, because he only came back to kill the creation which he started. Yeah. So the, you know that went down. Then he kills the nurse, and then we're back. We're back with the kids going to the lake, and we have a little bit of backstory filming. Like I said, you know, we find out that his parents are separated. He's got a good relationship with his sister and mom. But again, he's so fucking 80s and so badass. Like, he's at the very beginning, and he's also into, like, creature effects and stuff like that. He's like, he loves making props. He's got some talent, because he, 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 like, customized <laughs> all the There's no masks. fucking way that that kid living out in the cabin had the fucking materials and the talent to make those, but that's okay. 
I mean, who knows what uh, we, we it's can still, do. It's still <laughs> rad as fuck. With ingenuity, anything's possible. Uh, if you believe in yourself, you can do anything. Yeah, this is just like, you know, movie quality shit that I made here in my cabin with a, a pencil. But he's also, I think it was cool that, you know, they, they walk in, he's playing on a Commodore 64, playing like a retro, like, video game, and that's all cool and shit. I don't know, it was awesome to see that. I don't know why I like that so much, but the whole feel of the movie just felt so good. Yeah. And, uh, so then we cut to Crispin Glover and crew driving in a station wagon up to the camp, or up to the resort or whatever, and, uh, Crispin Glover's in the back. He's like, I mean, she at first took my calls, but then she didn't take my calls. And he's like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a real conversation that you'd have with your friend. Like, dude, I mean, everything was great, normal, and then she got gave me the cold shoulder, and now I'm fucking horny. And Teddy, who's like the jokester kid, he's got kind of the unrealistic, inflated ego, like self-grandiose ego about himself. But he looked he, like an extra from Greece, too. Yeah, and he's talking to me. He's like, let me run this through my computer. He's like, it says you're a dead fuck. And he's like, a dead fuck, <laughs> like whatever Crispin Glover's fucking madness is, and that whole scene apparently was completely ad lib. Like th those two hung out a lot off the set, so they just completely went off the rails off the script and made some classic ass lines in that. I respect the shit out of that. Then you got the the typical virgin type girl that doesn't want to really do anything. Then you have the slut girl that does everything with her man, and uh, the the guy that she's involved with, Paul, just looks like such a fucking little leaguer asshole like he, he started in little league and now he plays on the varsity team in baseball and he's still douchey but he's not really good looking but he's only getting ass because he's a varsity player yeah i don't know it just seemed like this that. shit's temporary dog he didn't even seem like interesting like I, I guess they just left him out like the hunk but he's not even like hunky i mean the one guy that actually kind of reminded me of johnny depp dude was the dude that wanted to get with the virgin girl i thought that was johnny depp at first i was like what the fuck yeah well, I did, you thought johnny depp i thought young jared leto yeah, he looked like one of those guys. And Whole he, package. Again, he, but he was he was the quiet one, and he didn't really have much screen time either. Yeah. And um, great the day. only thing we were missing was a fat guy. But we got a fat guy coming up in five, so that's fine. That, the, the, almost a rival Shelly. And then the, the Doublemint twins show up. And, I, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good times at Ridgemont High. Back! Uh, but, uh, they show up. I have two guns, one for each other. <laughs> and all these people want to do is fuck. Like, they just want to go back to the cabin and just have fuck. Just get, I just want to get fucked up and play some cards. I remember the weekend. <laughs> they want to get fucked up and have lots of sex. So yeah. you got these weird. Uh, and, and, and actually, dude, like, the characters in this were so different than any of the Jasons so far. They're just like. They seemed real. Like the characters yeah. seemed real. I was it, like none of them. None of it was serious. But I was actually into these people. I was actually sad to see some of them die. When Crispin Glover ate the shit, I hated it. I wanted him to fucking live. When Teddy, I actually liked Teddy. Even the annoying guy, I fucking liked it. I kind of he's alright. I think that the most interesting aspect of the dynamic between him and Crispin Glover were the were the more comical and good yeah. parts. Because yeah, the acting the acting actually was pretty solid. Because you got Crispin Glover and Corey Feldman, who are known to be good actors, and the other guys weren't bad either. But it, you know, you're right. It did feel it did have more believable characters as far as what they were going through, and what they were talking about, what they were doing. And rather, when the lines were delivered, they weren't delivered with such a wooden acting skill. Like the other three, a lot of times, like I don't understand anything, guys. Yeah. Like it just it didn't mean like it just didn't feel real. But this one actually felt real in that aspect. Totally did. Oh, and we can't forget before I forgot to go on. Um, and mention, we gotta mention Banana Girl. <laughs> yeah, she was a random death. <laughs> that shit was fucking awesome. Like, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh fuck, yeah, I love this movie. Because she's just this weird fucking girl, girl yeah. on the side of the road. And Jason shows up, which that was actually Tom Savini in that scene, by the way. It was his feet and, and his arms. And, uh, you know, stabs her or whatever, but she squeezes the fucking banana, and all I could think was, oh, do I your rules? Oh, do I your She's gonna throw that banana pill, somebody's gonna slip on it. But yeah, yeah, I would, it spit out of her mouth, and she's like, oh. I could, I could just think Jason thinking was like, I'm a fucking apple guy. 
soaked it then. It's like you don't have too much, but you have too much potassium. Slit the fucking. I mean, the, the deaths came pretty hard and fast, and I like that. I and mean, there was a lot of random deaths going on because all all Jason's like, I gotta get back home. I got things to do. I gotta clean my fucking place. My mom's gonna kill me. Her head's gonna turn around and get mad. But that's so Jason goes from the morgue, which I always thought like they were in the city, right? The more had to be the hospital, at right. least whatever, it kind of looked like the city. I mean, it could have been a small town, but you don't think it's going to be weird that Jason's just walking around in the middle of the street trying to find the woods and just be like, I'm going to get the woods and stay off the trail? It's, it's about as weird as, uh, well, actually, at least it makes sense that he, he got an Uber. It's funny to imagine, yeah, like, like, or he put it on his bag and was running across the street again like he was. <laughs> What's really weird is in 2 when he decides to leave Crystal Lake and find that girl in her fucking neighborhood and go in her house. And yeah, it's just, it's just weird to me. It's like, he's not, I don't know. But yeah, so when we get to the lake, we, uh, what was it? Feldman's sister has an interaction. They all get together, like the teenagers that moved in across from them or rented the cabin. They all kind of get together and start hanging out a little bit. And Feldman, the cool part, I like this guy. There's a part where Feldman and, and, and sister are coming back from the lake after the other three were all of them were skinny dipping. And Feldman's like, ooh, because a lot of hotsy totsies out there, huh? And, and she's like, we're too young for this. And they gets back in the car, and their car breaks down. And then out of nowhere, fucking Chris Redfield from Resident Evil shows up <laughs> with his satchel bag and everything with a knife. And he, I mean, you know what his motives are. He was like, I'm hunting bear. Like, and then Feldman's like, I, I smell bullshit. He's like, you're not hunting bear. And he's like, I'm hunting bear, kid. And it, I mean, it just, you know, he looked like the iconic hero of a movie. Like, yeah. he's got like a fucking machete on his eye. He fixes her car with a fucking knife. Yeah, I mean, he just looked badass. I, mean, I like the guy. I mean, he, I think his name's Bill Dyer or something, or Dyer. I mean, he just it, even the name sounded like a fucking hero from, like, Resident Evil. But anyway, he, he comes... He a lot of beef jerky. And it, you know what I thought was weird? I guess it's just the innocence of the 80s at that point. When they go back to hit their house, because after he fixes their car, he, they give him a lift, he's like... Corey Feldman's like, let me show you something. It'd be really cool. And he, like, takes him into the house with him. And Mom doesn't know who the fuck he is. Yeah. And sees her little boy leading this grown man upstairs. <laughs> and she's like, I'm... Hi, I'm Mrs... And she's like, who is your friend? I'm like, that would... So you didn't think it was a little weird that a dude with a machete on his fucking side is with your little boy going up to his bedroom? And, and the questions he was asked, he was like, so are there any young kids who are bound to get murdered while they're having fucking sex here? They're like, no, that's a weird question to ask. I know, I was like, I don't think I'm going to give you a lift now. Yeah, come hang out in my kid's room. But, you know, it was cool. It was my a cool little room. scene. I mean, it was innocent, I guess, in a way, because it was in the 80s. But Corey Feldman showing him all his props and stuff. I and like then, that. Yeah, that's it was cool. pretty neat. And the, and the guy's like, you know, he's, he's trying to hang out with him. Then he leaves. And he has a tent set out there, and you know he, he's the whole he's he's going straight Congo on this bitch. Like he's gonna have laser grids set up, and he's gonna ca catch Jason. I mean, you don't have to like he doesn't reveal that at that point, but he doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that that's exactly what his motives are. Like he wants to catch Jason. Then they try to tie him in with another character, and let's be honest. Who gives a fuck? They tried to really like tie the cannon together. I had to go back and look. Nothing. It was it was Sandra from Part Two. If you t don't don't even try because when you try to put these movies together and connect them, like ninety percent of the shit doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, that's what his motives are. His sister got killed, and now he's out for revenge. So, but uh, I don't, then there's what we got. To, we got to get some of the killings. I, one thing I will say about when Jason does kill, you actually see how dirty and nasty his fucking hands yeah. are. So he's already like rotting and shit. I like this Jason a lot. It didn't have my favorite look of any Jason. Like he looked fine. There was nothing wrong with the way he looks. It's just the look of him didn't stand out to me. But what did stand out to me was how vicious he fucking was. Before we get because I want to talk really about the the relation builders dancing. The yes, <laughs> he looked like he had ants in his panties. Like I mean, it was the weirdest dance of all time. I like crispy. If you're trying to get crispy with this fucking girl, it's Dude, not. It I loved it. It, dude, I, mean, I loved it. He's like, this is a good song. He's like, you can't dance. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was the most awkward thing. And the girl was like, I guess. 
And everybody was watching him, I was like, you have no fear for one, but you really need to pick the song better. And that's when, uh, I think his name's Paul, I don't know, the one with the baseball cap goes up there and changes to like some kind of Frank Sinatra bullshit. I'm like, okay, you just killed the mood vibe. Yeah. And I mean, that's the only thing I'm that I... I'm not even gonna get laid, but fuck you. We're, we're I, gonna have... Teddy was a rapey motherfucker, dude. teddy bear kiss. Yeah, he was like, mm, she's like, I need another drink. I'm like, oh, okay, well you just, you bombed out on that one. Yeah. And then she goes over and slut McSlutson that she is, she starts hitting on the other guy with the hot girlfriend, and she's like... Got a feel for Teddy in that scene, man. Teddy's like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, I don't understand. Like, I got, I pulled out my best weapons, and it didn't work. And, uh, you know, Crispin Glover's, like, striking out, too, and they're both pissed off at this point because Paul, Mr. Baseball Cap, for some reason, he's, like, they all find him attractive. He starts dancing with this girl, and at that point, Teddy's over on the steps with Crispin Glover, and he's like, can you believe this asshole? When the one girl, the guy's girlfriend gets pissed off, runs to the lake Felt to be alone. I didn't do it. She was hot. I don't know why you let that ass go, because, I mean, they were the other double mint twins was hot, too, but that you had a... You had a yeah, but sure he made it obvious right in front of his girlfriend that he was gonna—he was trying to get with this chick. I was like, "You're such a fucking asshole, Steven. Maybe he was like Kevin from Mary Pie. No, this BJ bullshit. I want to get laid, real nice. Uh, but anyway, uh, so she runs off to be alone, and we think that Paul's gonna get on with the other girl, and he's like, "I can't do this." He actually turns out to be a decent guy at that point. And then that's when Crispin Glover sneaks in. But again, Slutnik's less than that she is. She's like, I like you now. And he's like, at this point, Crispin Glover's like, I've been called dead fuck. I've been missing out. I did my best dance moves. And I still wasn't getting anything at this. I don't care. You're a slut. I know you are. But I want to have sex. And that's going to be Yeah, great. first he's like, but you wanted him first. She's like, but now I want you. And he was like, I'm going to check, carry the two. Fuck it. Let's go have sex. And in the meantime, <laughs> while she's out on the boat, uh, by the way, I didn't mention that, but uh, Jared Leto slash Johnny Depp guy was hitting on the virgin girl the entire time, and they, they have something going on, but again, it's like over here, and I don't care, because it's really not that important, but, uh... I think they had been together for a while, she just wasn't sure if she was I don't think they were together, that, I think that, that she was, I think he just liked her. Nah, who cares? But that's what I'm saying, it was, it was something going on, but the other guy, don't worry about that. What, what's funny about the, the next kills we're going to talk about, when they go into, because you know, she runs off angrily. Uh, she runs off angrily, and then, like you said, he grows a conscience and goes out to get her. But they were both reach a point in the woods that, for some reason, they go. It was like there was a sign that the camera didn't see that was like, "Take off your clothes," point, you know? Because they both yeah. just get butt naked in the middle of the woods. She's like, "I guess I'll get naked now." Well, the girl that ran off into the, you know, the main girlfriend, and it, when she goes on the canoe, just laying there. Yeah. Which is weird. You're not sunbathing. That's just weird that you're laying I think on a boat. She, she thought she heard him when it was really Jason yeah, that was about to kill that what, ass, so she got naked. Well, what have you got a splinter in your hair for? <coughs> like, you're laying on a boat that's woody, and you've got no, no it, was, it was a raft. There was no wood. Well, you know why Jason fucking, like, stabbed that bitch underneath, like, jaws, and you know why he did that? He's like, did you rent these, or did you just steal it? He's like, fuck no, not on my leg. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you had to pay at least $35, and I don't think that you gave me that. But yeah, he kills her, and then the boyfriend runs out there and sees that she's dead, and then uh, how did he get it? I don't remember how he got it. Her death scene was great, though, dude, because like it comes up through the, the way the way that she died was just fucking. It was it was so weirdly sexual, like because he was stabbing in and out all around, in and out. But she was doing that the way that they had to set that shot up. She was going oh 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 I loved her react. One of my favorite reactions to a death scene of all time. Yeah, that was a good death scene. I don't remember how the boyfriend got it though. I can't remember when he goes in the lake. Uh, I don't know. If oh, dude, cop, fuck yeah, I remember. It was one of the most painful deaths of all time. Harpoon oh yeah, in the dick. Oh my god. Not only did he shove the harpoon into his dick hole, but then he pulled the fucking trigger and shot him up a little bit further. Like that's just like that's just, that's triple stamp and a double stamp. That, that, you know, that's almost like you know. 
another horror icon would walk out who was like, Jason, that's far enough. I mean, come on, don't take his fucking manhood that bad. I mean, you're pissed off, I understand, but you just chopped that man's tip down to a mushroom fucking salad. Like, it's awful what you've done. Jesus. Yeah, that was a bad one. That, that really did make your nuts swell up. It looks fucking sweet, though. But, in the meantime, we get, I mean, you know, the only thing I didn't like, we never really got to, we got scenes with Tommy in it, uh, Corey Feldman, but not enough for my, like, I wanted him to be in it more, but I guess they didn't want it to be, like, a little kid story versus, yeah. like, a monster, so, even though that would have been a cool twist, like, having the monster, which is, like, you know, a Frankenstein kind of, uh, horror monster versus the little kid, I mean, but yeah. then everything, like, Monster Squad, you or, gotta, you gotta get, you get, they gotta get the kills in, so, so, like, yeah. we leave Tommy over here in the house a little bit, we do kind of a Halloween, like, house-to-house -house thing for a bit, and then... Um, one of the best kills also is young Jared Leto in the shower after finally getting some ass. Um, he's standing there and he's singing or whatever and just being himself. And then Jason, he does, it reminded me a lot of H4 when Michael squished Brady, yeah. his face. He gives him the fucking just... Mm. Yeah, he does. He squished the shit mm. out of it. Old squishy face pushes his face into the fucking tile. And he's like breaking his nose while oh, he's doing God it. God damn, one of the best kills of the series. And then the, the aftermath was one of the best looking aftermaths too because he's laying on that fucking glass and he's all cut up and shit like that. Really cool fucking scene. Well, and then I, I actually liked the, he it didn't he didn't get the proper respect it was due, but Crispin Glover fucking gets it. Like he was like, he said, where's the wine cork? <laughs> and the way his fucking stupid face was like, seriously, Teddy, where's the wine cork? <laughs> like, and then like all of a sudden he puts his hand down Jason's like here it is and like snaps his chin he's like oh there it was and then he puts like a axe right through his fucking neck or his head or something and yeah, it's the uh, it's the butcher's knife that he puts in the middle of his head. face yeah I mean it's kind of fuck I mean it's not like the greatest death scene of all time but it was I mean, maybe Crispin Glover deserved to stay alive a little longer right it's a good death scene but Crispin Glover deserved better for, for his yeah. character in the film and then you know and me, like while all this is going on Teddy's high as fuck he's sitting there watching an old porn on a reel to reel like he's having a good time with that projection I mean he's not getting the ass so at this point he's like we've all weird. fucking been there like you're the, you're the only you know you're one of the only few people that just didn't you know Score that or either that or like it was just a sausage fest party and everybody's going to bed or like you know fucking everyone just brought their girlfriends and it's just you and then you just so decide you pull to get, out the magic and yeah. you start smoking weed and watching weird porn you just get really fucked up and watch sports center and or porn or youtube or, or both whatever. or whatever everyone's been there or espn with porn. and you know what you end up having a pretty good time sometimes yeah. it's fun to play with yourself yeah. Except he was doing it in the middle of the living room with the recliner, so that'd be a little weird. It'd be like Jonah Hill from fucking Wolf of Wall Street just pulling his dick out, starting to jack off to Margaret Road. Well, not totally literally. I mean, it's fun to do that. Too. But yeah, so he's sitting out there and he's having a good time, and he doesn't care. I mean, all this killing's going around, and he doesn't hear a fucking thing. I mean, because you're high as hell, so you don't even believe it. He goes well, he up was there. actually high for that scene. He's was he really yeah, high? Yeah. He, it seemed like it. But uh, you can, he goes up to the projection screen. The projection, like, Michael's like, I don't want to see tits. I don't like that. And he, like, pulls it away, and then he's like, what happened? And then it popped him right through the fucking back of the head with the machete. Again, not the most amazing scene of all time. We've seen those kind of... I mean, I'm feeling weird now, though. We've been talking about great and good death scenes. I mean, I guess we're... Like, what matters. The community is the only kind of people that we can actually come to and talk about this. Because if you're talking to anybody else like at work or something, like, I really enjoyed the death scene on this one. When he pulled his arm out and stuffed it in his butt and fucked him with it, I thought that was really creative the way he died. But when somebody would just push the guy off the, off the roof and he splattered and you saw his intestines, I was just like, eh, maybe a six. If people would be like, uh... So you're not coming into work tomorrow, right? Like, no, it's good. <laughs> uh, Speaking of which, one of the Dolomite twins, twins needs to cut down on the fucking carbs because after her sex scene, dude, 
or, or I don't know if she was the one with the sex scene or not, but fucking Jason grabs her out of a window and throws her on top of a car, and when she lands on the car, it it looks like fucking when Batman and the Dark Knight fell from the top of the thing with Rachel! Yeah. And, and the, the fucking car windows, like, she hits the, the roof of exploded. it. And, I mean, it looked badass. Yeah. It looked cool as shit, but, I mean, it looked like a fucking bomb went off inside of that car. Well, I mean, Jason just threw that bitch down with authority. He dropped the mic on that whore hair. He was like, boom! It's like, Kane does it again with the fucking choke slam. The mom. Like, what happened to her? Like, I guess she died, but we never saw her die. There was a, there was an alternate ending that they decided to leave out because the movie already had so many fucking deaths in it, where at the very end of the movie, the final shot is her finding her mom dead in the bathtub, and then, like, she picks her mom up and hugs her, and then her mom's eyes open, and they're just white, and she's like a zombie or some That's shit. That's weird, okay. But, she, yeah, yeah she, he so, killed her. She's, bitch so dead. she's dead, but you just didn't see it. And so when he runs back to the house to check on what's going on, he leaves Tommy to hold the fort down, and Tommy's not, you know, he's a kid, so he's not understand what's happening. They run over the house, they see all the dead bodies, and then when he goes into the fucking basement to find Jason, it's funny, because that girl runs down there with a machete, and she's like, he's like, he's killing me, my God, he's killing me, after Jason's fucking him up, she, he's like, run. He yells at the girl to run while he's getting his intestines split open, yeah. and she goes, she, like, is, like, frozen in shock. My ass is Roadrunner at that point, like, you just see smoke. But she leaves for a second, comes back to look. <laughs> like he's dead. Like you saw him get stabbed. I think hundreds they of wanted times. to show like that she was she she was too good of a person to just leave him there no I'm matter gone. what. But care. no matter what, like you still let him die. I mean, like, I don't know what she could have done. Not let him die. He got stabbed more times than fucking anybody else. And he, you know, to his credit, he must have had a lot of stamina because he was still yelling out, <laughs> "He's killing me!" And no, I, you know, you know that Jason's like, me. Jason's like, "Yeah, I am. Would you just please let me do this in silence? <laughs> Would you please just fucking die?" Yeah, that, that was the thing. Like you expected this guy to have a great fight with Jason. Like, yeah, I thought like, it was gonna be. A and then Jason, like, no, he just went down to the washroom. And Jason was like, "I'll oh, fuck it," and he couldn't see it. It's a, it's a neat death because the, the audibleness of it, like the way you heard it. But it was funny because it just kept going. He's like, "Oh God, he's killing me, Barbara! Oh fuck! I forgot to pick up my dry cleaning. My mom's gonna be so disappointed." It felt like that point. It almost was a spoof, and like you yeah. think that like uh, like a little caption would pop up: "Academy Award with the winner." Academy Award <laughs> performance right now, like in the mask or some shit. But yeah, um, that happened, and then you know he, she runs down there. Obviously, Jason's hiding under the steps. It's like <laughs> grabs her fucking <laughs> grabs her fucking leg, and that was a gnarly. When she stabs his fucking hand, and it goes through his thing. Oh no, that was later on. But she stabs him to get him off of him, and she chases him through the house. I she, liked her for that though, because her instant reaction was no fuck you. She went on the offensive and chopped yeah, his fucking hand. But she jumps through the window up the upstairs, and Jason's like, "Well, damn." He's like, "It's like that girl's hardcore." So he's like, "I was just gonna break your neck, but if you're gonna like paralyze yourself before I do that, okay." And then she gets up and runs back to her house. Jason gives chase. And it's funny, though, because when she runs into Tommy, she had told Tommy to run. And Tommy didn't want to run. Like he's, She's like, God damn it, Tommy. And then you see Jason like a sly cat coming up the door. He's like, <laughs> like, you can just see his fucking, like, his eyes are probably moving like, she doesn't hear me. And then she does this, like, psychic thing. She's like, boom. And he's like, oh, shit, she saw me. And uh, Jason, like, tries to stop her or whatever. when Because Jason's like, oh, shit, she's got a fucking machete, too. And it goes right through his fucking fingers, and it just hurt me to yeah. see it, like the effects. It, and he looked at his hands like, damn. <laughs> He's like, that was deep. And uh, in the meantime, Tommy's upstairs, because again, Tommy's a prop master, and he'd been reading articles as this movie had been progressing about what uh, young Jason looked like and the killings and all that stuff. He's shaving his head. We don't know what he's doing exactly, but he's got a picture of young boy Jason, what he was thought to look like, maybe doing something in the bathroom. I don't know, dagging his meat one more time before he gets killed. But, uh, so, I've always wanted to do this. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> shave my head while I'm doing it, and I'll jack off. But uh, yeah, so the girl runs. You know, she's 
Jason's on chase, and he and again, th th Jason's running again in this. Jason still runs, which is all right. I don't mind that. Yeah, I like it. I like the slow gate walk that most of the fucking killers do, but I, you know, they're running. It makes sense. I like it. So. I'm not sure exactly. I can't remember how he got. Oh well, he's get, he's getting ready to actually take her down. Like she's gonna die. And then Tommy runs down the steps and is bold, looking like Jason. He's like, Jason, do you remember me? And like showing. He missed so many spots. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That, like that was one of those like OCD moments. Like I want to just shape that part and that part. Yeah, but at the same time, it's kind of weird. You think like, in any if this is just any other scene and it wasn't the final girl and this wasn't the end of the movie where you know there's gonna be a chase scene. While, while Tommy's up there fucking shaving his head, you know, he's going through all these, he's got to shave it, then he's got to actually shave it, shave it, he's put on the makeup, whatever he's, he's doing. She could have died 16,000 times while he was up there shaving his head, and then he'd walk downstairs like, oh, well, fuck, this was pointless, <laughs> you know? I think, that, I think that Jason was, uh, you know, and that kid had a, a, a whole set of hair. I was like, it, you didn't do that in five minutes. That's like, like when you're late for work, but you decide to go ahead and just poop. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to be late, Barbara. I'm sorry. i got to take a dump. Uh, it's a major, major I have shift. to do this thing right now. This is a very inopportune time, but I feel like shaving my head. Maybe the thing is, that maybe Jason just was, like, taking his time killing her because his hand really fucking hurts. Yeah. He's like, it really hurts, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, I don't know what to do with it. He's like Ace Ventura. <laughs> it just keeps hurting. It alternates uh, because I think he got in the leg too. I mean, he was all sorts of fucked up too. And you know, he still had the axe to his head, and that probably still hurts. Sore. So uh, anyway, when he turns around, I guess Tommy's like trying to get to a psychology part, like reminding him of, him of himself. And he looks like him, which is not a compliment to Tommy. I was like, you really want to grow your hair back out immediately. <laughs> and he pops his collar too. Yeah, and um, <laughs> his clothes are also way too tight. He just looks <laughs> fucking weird. So Jason's like, like smashing pumpkins. Jason's like watching him, walking towards him. He did look like he did look like that guy, like the young version of him. But uh, Jason's reaching out for him, and in that moment, the girl reacts and uh, she stabs him through with something, and then. He falls down. I guess I, I'm having. A, I'm blurring on the end part because I know he dies. But the only thing I can remember is when Tommy fucks his shit up with the machete and starts yeah. screaming, "Die!" Well, she 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 fucking hits him and she not she's knocks the mask oh, off. Oh yeah. But then Tommy's like, "No, fuck that shit!" And he yeah. went ham and like fucking got him right in the middle of the face. But then, mm. dude, when Jason falls on the machete. One of my favorite kills the that entire franchise. Gruelly, gruelly. It, it looked so it, like you could tell it was latex mask, like moving. But with the blood and the noise and just the way they shot that, just that, it almost like cleaned his fucking whole scalp off. Fucking like. awesome, because it just fell down. It just yeah. And then yeah. obviously at this point you're like, holy shit, that's got to be it. Like it just pushed his brain over and out of his head. And then Tommy's sitting there and they're hugging or whatever. And then he sees his hand twitch. And they're like, you can't yeah. kill Jason. And then he just starts whack molding him, like fucking yeah. killing his ass and screaming die over and over again. He has this weird look <laughs> in his face. And so that is when you kill a wasp and you just can't get it to yeah. die. And you're just like, just fucking die! I thought that. I was thinking the same thing, but it was more of a spider. Yeah. Like, I hate fucking spiders. You got spiders. that magazine roll? Yeah, he's, like, he's like, die! Die! <laughs> Mike, die! <laughs> but but uh, and she's all screaming at the same time, like, Tommy, stop! I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This big motherfucker might come back. He's just making sure it's not gonna happen. So we jump cut to the hospital. Hospital. She's recovering. The cops have come. Everything's good. You don't see the cleanup in this part. And then she's like, "But, but what about what you said about Tommy?" And he, it, it's, they're like, "It's normal. Like he was in defense mode. Like he did whatever he could to survive. Like don't worry about it. He's not he's crazy. outside playing basketball. Yeah, he's, he's fine. He's like, it's not a big deal. He plays Mortal Kombat. We just found this kid with the shaved head makeup on, and he just stabbed Jason a little bit. So it's gonna be great. So he's uh, hanging out in the doorway, and she's like, "Are you okay?" And then they hug or whatever. And then J Tommy gives this weird fucking look at the camera, like, "I know how." <sighs> 
He's like, I know what you did last summer. Like, it was like, okay, I was like, are you going to be Jason now? Like, I was thinking, like, please, God, don't do that. But that was the end as far as what the final chapter of being Jason. But then it couldn't be the end for them because they knew they wanted to leave a sliver of something in there by giving him a weird look at well, the camera. Well, one of the guys said it was obviously they decided to do more movies because the look they gave. It, it was on purpose. They admitted that. One guy said his idea at that time was to have... Um, to have Jason become this thing where the evil movie by movie was transfer transferred to a different person. They did that. Like later on. right, but I mean like he wanted to keep going that way. Like every single movie it's a different killer starting with Tommy Jarvis. I think uh, Corey Feldman thought that he was going to become like the like next man, Jason next famous serial killer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just that idea would have sucked ass, and I don't like that idea anyway. I mean, the whole idea of Jason is that he is an unstoppable being. You might as well just say, well, they tried that in Halloween 6. They tried to do the same kind of shit with Michael. Yeah. So, I mean, at that point, just... You're, Which is why it was way later. Yeah, you're jumping. I know, but I'm just saying, you're jumping all over the place at this point. Just say that he can't die, or, or say the look that he gave you, it's maybe... I don't know. You could have done anything else, but having that one look just lets you know that there was going to be a sequel to it yeah. in some way or some fashion. And it's uh, funny, dude, because that was the time. Like I mentioned this earlier, like they wanted to stop making these movies because, like at this time, critics and everybody were going after him, saying it was sadistic to make these kind of movies and titties and killing and all the things that we all love. At the end of the day, this movie is a six point five for me. As far as like, I like this movie a lot. It's not my favorite Jason movie, but it's. I mean, as far as what I can say about the plot and the way it goes and the way it moves and and the way it makes you feel, it's the more solid of almost all of the other Jason movies that came out. There are other Jason movies that did a really good job, like Part 5. I don't like it for certain reasons. I mean, most people don't. But as far as storytelling, it's not bad. This one has the best solid storytelling, and it really felt like the 80s. So, um, yeah, I, I think a 6.5 is fair. I'm not, This is going to seem really high to some people, dude, but I'm going to give this movie an 8.5. Wow, wow. I fucking love it. It's one of my favorite slasher movies, dude. I, I don't know. The kills are great. They're mean. They're grotesque. Jason's great. The the actors I like a lot. Crispin Glover, his relationship with his friends is great. Corey Feldman, the 80s feel you were talking about. I just, I fucking love this movie. I, so I give it an 8.5 and I'm not goddamn ashamed of it, Joseph. The only thing missing was Billy Idol's soundtrack. Mm -hmm. And then we had a perfect setup mm -hmm. for awesomeness. But yeah, in the, the day, what do you guys think about it? Is it one of your favorite Friday the 13th or is it one of your least favorite Friday the 13th? Did you like Corey Feldman's performance or did you not like his performance? Do you think it was over the top that they tried to make him Jason or even have a, an illusion or an illusion? to that fact. What do you guys think? I just want to know your thoughts on God. Most importantly, because I'd really like to meet him. Most importantly, how do you guys feel about spicy food? Do you like it? Do you not like it? What's the spiciest thing you've ever had? And do you constantly get the shits immediately after eating? Depends on when food? you eat it. If you're going to eat it the night before and you got to work the next day, you're going to be fucked. Because your used, asshole will bleed. I used to be able to fuck up spicy food, the hottest shit that you could find. I was all inside of it. I fucking loved it. I Basically, like every single thing I eat, I douse in the hottest of hot sauces. But as I get older, I realize... I can't really do that. It just makes you poop I can, the, It's not the mouth pain, it's the poop pain that afterwards. Poop is like, it just doesn't last. You hate bleeding from your butthole. So, we'll be back with part five. Comment down below with your all thoughts. We love your fucking faces. And if you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button to get some goddamn wham up in you. This isn't our house, and obviously the fucking cops are here. Here we go. By the way, you imagine though if you had a hot ass enchilada and Jason was like, stalking you down, you wouldn't even care at that point. Be like, just put the end to the pain. <laughs> that one guy who pooped in the yeah. elevator was like, ooh, with them enchiladas. <laughs> yeah.
with Nevia by Moen, the spa shower that offers double the coverage using about half the water, making it look, sound, and feel totally different. Learn more at moen.com slash Nevia.